Welcome to Following, a weekly podcast where we will discuss how to follow Jesus. Christianity is not an event you attend, it's a life you live. Join us each week as we dive into the intersection of real life circumstances and the life-changing Word of God. Come, follow Jesus with us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the following podcast. Uh, we're excited to be back. It's a little bit chilly in our studio. It's a little chilly everywhere, I think. But um, yeah, excited to be back in, into the Gospel of John. Uh, let's let's revisit last week just real quick and, and kind of discuss uh, where John's train of thought is heading. So Phil, what how, how, what's going on here with yeah, this? Yeah, so John is introducing us to Jesus. The, the Gospel of John is designed, written to promote faith, to mm-hmm. spark faith in our hearts so that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, have life in his name, have relationship with God. So he's introducing Jesus to us right out of the gate. Jesus is God yeah. made flesh, God made visible. And so he's continuing that theme here in verses 16 through 18. Yeah, yeah. And this passage is, is last week was God made visible, this mm-hmm. week is God made knowable, mm-hmm. so we can know God. Um, so with that being said, let's, let's read the passage. We're in John chapter 1, verses 6 through 18. A man came, one sent from God, and his name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. This was the true light that, that coming into the world enlightens every person. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, and yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not accept him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him, and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. For of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten God, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him. Amen. Okay, so there's this sort of contrasting theme of light and darkness in this text uh, explaining john's explaining that that jesus is the light uh, and if there's a light then it's implied that there's also a darkness so what is this darkness that's going on in this text i think the darkness is in contrast to christ who is the way of life he is Mm -hmm. truth he is reality so the darkness is the opposite of that so it's the 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 falseness it's the 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 sinfulness the way of wickedness, um, the way of rejection of God. So the darkness is, is typified by sin, it's typified by lies, it's typified by deception, it's typified by ignorance, a lack of knowledge, a lack of clarity, a lack of seeability, um, where Jesus, on the other hand, makes God visible, makes God knowable, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if, if that's what the darkness is, and... and um, you know, John says that that he came to his own. His own people did not accept him, meaning that the Jews did not accept him. These people mm-hmm. were 
covered in darkness. They couldn't see mm-hmm. the light. Um, so why is it that people can't see? Why is it that people are stuck in darkness? It's a great question. And, and it's not just the Jewish people. I, mm-hmm. I think John kind of builds here, as we looked at yes, uh, on Sunday, that there is... Um, that the light came into the world, and the world, even though it was made by him, didn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea that God created the universe, and you see the same thing in Romans chapter 1, verses 18, that God has made himself known through the creation. He has made his, his, his power and his invisible attributes, his divine nature, clearly seen, clearly evident in what he has made, and people have suppressed the truth. Mm-hmm. They have pushed it down, and they have ignored it because they didn't want that. And so you have this, this same kind of thing. There's this rejection of the truth of God, the rejection of the person of God, a rejection of the authority of God, a rejection of the love of God, all of that, which is typified as this, this darkness. And then it, it goes on, and it's not just the world at large, but even those who had received special revelation from God, who, whom God spoke to uniquely at Mount Sinai and gave them the law through Moses, they too rejected the light of Christ. They too turned their backs on Jesus. They didn't want anything to do with him. They didn't want to submit to him. So this, this theme of darkness, it, 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 it exemplifies a mind that is hardened, a mind that is resistant to Christ and resistant to God. It's it's a, it's a mind and it's a heart that is blinded even, unable to see the light of the glory of God. Its, its eyes are closed and, uh, you know, as like the Apostle Paul, when he was converted, it was like he was truly blinded. And when he was converted, scales fell from his eyes, yeah. enabling him to see. And, and, and it's similar to that, I think, in a sense, spiritually, there is a blindness, even in 2 Corinthians 4, it says that the God of this world, talking about Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving mm-hmm. so that they cannot see. So he's preventing sight, preventing sight of the glory of God. The, the light of the glory of God is what he's talking about in that text. So this darkness, it's a darkness of rejection. It's a darkness of rebellion. It's a darkness uh, of ignorance. It's a darkness of idolatry and futility. Um, so Christ is the light that shines into that and pushes the darkness back so we can see reality, so we can see God in his beauty and not be deceived by the lie. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if the God of this world, Satan, is the one who blinds us, who makes us unable to see mm-hmm. uh, Christ, unable to see God's glory, mm-hmm. even though it's revealed to us in creation and in our conscience and mm-hmm. uh, for God's people, Israel, especially revealed uh, through the word, through the law. So if, if Satan is blinding us, covering a, our eyes with a curtain or a veil, mm-hmm. uh, how does he do that? In what ways does Satan blind us? I think a really good text to go to to kind of understand that is Second Thessalonians. Um, because he he connects the dots, I think, for us. He's talking about um, the man of lawlessness, the one who comes at the end of days. Uh, some people refer to him as the Antichrist. Um, but in verse 9, it says that this person, the one who's coming, is in accord with the activity of Satan, hmm. with all power and signs and false wonders, and with all deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. 
So a couple of things there. The activity of Satan is described as one with power, signs, and false wonders. So he's doing things with the intent to deceive. He's in the same way that Jesus does signs and wonders to persuade us to believe. So Satan does false signs, false yeah. wonders to persuade others to believe his lie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, and then in verse 10, he says, with all deception of wickedness, that deception of wickedness, wickedness itself is a deception. Wickedness is rebellion against God. It's living contrary to the will of God. And so just like we saw in the Garden of Eden, when, when we turn our backs on God, when we reject his will and his way of life, we are embracing wickedness, but we're doing so because we're deceived by that wickedness. We're deceived into thinking that that wickedness is going to be a better path mm-hmm. forward. It's going to be a better path to joy, a better path to gladness, a better path to peace, a better path to whatever it is you're searching for. And so wickedness deceives you into thinking its path is better than God's path. And so you you follow that path. You turn your back on God and you repent of God, so to speak, mm-hmm. and turn to the wickedness. And, and the overcoming of that, he's, notice he says in verse 10, they didn't receive a love of the truth. They, were de- they had the, de- the deception of wickedness clouded or blinded them, their minds because they didn't receive a love of the truth. So a love of the truth is the antidote to that, that blindness, if that makes sense. So there's, a, there's a, um, a contrast here. Darkness, light, ignorance, truth, lies, truth, um, wickedness, obedience kind of a thing. Yeah, okay. So. Um... So Satan deceives us into into becoming blind, essentially, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like what we've talked in the last couple episodes about how there's this preference for the world that mm-hmm. that we're ensnared by and entrapped by uh, that causes us to remain slaves to Satan, to the mm-hmm. world, to our own wicked desires, uh, and and that's keeping us from seeing God, uh, keeping us from from uh, be- beholding His glory in Jesus mm-hmm. and viewing Jesus. Uh, uh, in a in a most pure form, um, so let's talk like practical, uh, very specific ways today that, okay. that the enemy is. So for for like for specific specific can I can I speak that word specific? Spe- no specificity. There it is specificity. <laughs> uh, for the sake of specific, spef- I can't specificity. Spe- yeah, that's not it either. That's right either. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we yeah, know what, you know what we're about. trying to say. For the sake of that word, let's <laughs> let's talk about uh, Christians specifically. Yeah, like what what is the enemy um, trying to do in the Christian's life today to to continue to keep us blinded, so that we don't look at Christ, so that we don't pursue Jesus, uh, so that we're distracted and deceived. Uh, yeah, so I think um, like a tactic of deception. So I think a a quick quick word of clarification. There's a difference, I think, in the blindness that he has over those who are unbelieving. Yeah. They are blind and dead mm-hmm. in sin. Their heart is hardened and unresponsive right. versus a Christian who, who continues to stick his head back into the darkness mm-hmm. and, and live in the lie. Um, so we're, we're focusing on the Christian here. But the, the unbeliever, you need a miracle of God. You need mm-hmm. God to awaken your soul. You need God to raise you from the dead. And so if that is you, cry out to God for salvation. Yeah. But for the Christian who continues to 
you it's almost like you if if you think of it like turning the turning the lights on you're turning the lights off and then continuing to try and walk yeah. and you you stumble around and wonder why we're we're stumbling around so what are the way what's one way that we turn the lights off and i think one that's really clear for me is entertainment mm-hmm. you know whether we're talking about movies or streaming services or shows that we watch or music we listen to or books that we read um we have a tendency to absorb the lies of the enemy about wickedness, about joy, about life, about reality, uh, through the forms of good stories. Mm-hmm. Stories are captivating. We love stories. I mean, the whole Bible is full of stories because that's the way God wired us. Well, the enemy knows that too. And so he tells stories constantly. Every movie, every TV show, every song, every story that you listen to has a message. It has something it's communicating. Is it communicating truth? Or is it communicating the lie of the enemy? And the, and the more that we open our hearts up to that, the more that we breathe that air, the, 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 it's, like a, it's like a fog that descends upon you and numbs you so that yeah. you don't think about God mm-hmm. or you don't think rightly about God. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like, it's like dimming the lights. Almost. Yes. Like there's still a light presence because the Spirit is within you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example... At, at my house, uh, I get up much earlier than my wife. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to like stumble around in the darkness for a little bit. But I turn on the kitchen light. And from the kitchen light, it kind of shines into my, my bedroom. Yeah. So there's still some light in my bedroom. Uh, but in these colder months, we have a little space heater in our bedroom. And one day I was walking in there. There was still light, just not enough. And I kicked that space heater, <laughs> woke up my wife. And now I've got a stub toe. And yeah so that's that's kind of what what yeah. we're seeing happening is that yeah. as satan satan tries to to trap us still as we're we're christians mm-hmm. trap us by uh, entertainment choices uh, whether that's scrolling hours on social mm-hmm. media which is so so easy to do mm-hmm. uh, you know everything everything on social media and and tv is designed to keep you there it's to keep you mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. you know does that help under, yeah under yeah i think whether it's a video you're watching on tiktok for you know 30 seconds to a minute long video and you, you just keep video after video mm-hmm. after video. What, what is the messaging that you are absorbing? Yeah. You know, um, the mediums in and of themselves are not evil, right? There's nothing evil in and of itself about a TV or a movie or it's, it's a, it's a method of communication. So what is being communicated to you? And if, and if you think, Oh, I know it's got some bad stuff in it, but it doesn't bother me. That's not true. It, mm. it does bother you it, in the sense that it is corrupting your mind yeah. or in the sense that it is numbing your mind through the constant desensitization of, of that content. Mm-hmm. That sin no longer shocks you. Yeah. That wickedness is no longer repulsive to you. Yeah. There, there should be a love of Jesus and a love of righteousness that grows in our hearts. But we as Christians kind of tamp down that love of Jesus by constantly absorbing the, the, I, the ideas and thinking and value system of the world through our entertainment. Yeah, I think about it, you know, especially, I, I love Marvel movies, or at mm-hmm. least I used to before they, you know, started getting uh, not good anymore. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I love a good action movie where, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a conflict and, and fighting and explosions and just awesomeness. Mm-hmm. But something that happens as you continue to watch those movies and episodes, and people 
are dying right in front of your face and you continue to desensitize yourself to that over and over and over. And then eventually you, you find that there's no empathy for people who, who mm-hmm. are actually dying, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's a fake person on the screen or a real person uh, mm-hmm. on, you know, on a video on social media. There's mm-hmm. just this lack of, of empathy towards the family members or mm-hmm. the person who, who's actually suffering. Mm-hmm. In the same way, man, I, on, on my social media right now is a lot of uh, promotion of LGBTQ plus uh, issues. And as we continue to absorb those, even even if we have the mindset of, well, those, you know, we're in opposition to those ideas, you continue to see those over and over and over, and you continue to see people engaging in those activities, mm-hmm. and you become desensitized to that sin, mm-hmm. and you become to not, you, you, you don't recognize it uh, mm-hmm. as sin anymore. You recognize it as, well, it's just somebody who lives in a different lifestyle than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's happening is that the wickedness of the world is deceiving us. Mm -hmm. It's shrouding our minds and preventing us from being able to contemplate God in his truth, right? It, it, it shapes our view of God. It shapes our view of right and wrong. It shapes our view of, of human nature and, and human value. It shapes, uh, our, our view of, of sexuality. It shapes all of those things. And, Paul tells us in Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world, Mm. but rather be transformed by the renewing of your minds. So what's happening through our entertainment is that we are being molded into Mm -hmm. the world. We're we're being shaped into the value system of this world, whether we realize it or not. Why are are we so angry Mm -hmm. as Christians? It's because the world is angry, yeah. and we're constantly absorbing that, and, and we're getting all frustrated instead of being kind and gracious and compassionate as Jesus was in the face of great hostility. There's, there's no place for us to be hostile mm-hmm. and angry like that, uh, and yet we absorb it. It's this, this phenomenon of—it's like yawning, right? When you see someone else yawn, you yawn, and— in, in the same way, when we see people doing things or, or believing things or acting in certain ways, the more that you see that, the more that you, you want to imitate it. I mean, why else do you have these viral trends that, that spread across the country yeah. and spread across social media? It's people see somebody else doing it, so they're going to do it too. Yeah. I mean, you know, in my family, it's these, these crazy... Um, stunts that couples do you know and so like oh we found a new one so everybody in the family has to do it and we got to get it on video and it's it's like that all the time but with with wickedness Mm. you know and so you know i I, i'm not trying to be you know a debbie downer on on entertainment because i love reading good books i love reading novel i love historical fiction and i love you know the battle sequences and the and all of that kind of stuff and i I like action movies Mm -hmm. too but I've noticed that the Lord has really been convicting me of late on, on what I've been reading and what I've been watching. Is, is this honoring to God, or does this glorify revenge? Yeah. Does, this, does, this, does this delight in violence, or is it a delight in, mm. in good? Um, and so I think when the Spirit convicts you as a Christian, it's because there's a problem there. And he is, he's shining the light of Christ into this area of darkness that we've kind of kept shrouded 
so that, that that we don't have to change it because we enjoy it and we're still believing the lie that this is okay and that this is normative and this is this is not affecting my relationship with God when in reality it, it does it it does prevent you from experiencing the joy of God and in it in his fullness and so when the spirit convicts you when the spirit presses upon you on an area of entertainment give it up hmm. Give it up. That's the application. Give it up. Yeah. Put it down and say, okay, I'm not going to read that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to watch those things anymore. Um, there was a show that I was watching with, with my son that I, I decided, you know what, I, I can't do this. This is not right. And it, it wasn't horrific. It wasn't, there wasn't nudity in it and things like that. But there was just a message behind it that was um, kind of a... Uh, a delighting in revenge and yeah. in violence that I just I I could not in good conscience and so I think we as Christians need to be much more vigilant mm. in what we're taking into our hearts because what everything you take into your heart shapes your heart mm-hmm. so when you when you compare and contrast how much you are shaped by God's word and God's truth and the world lies the world is winning yeah. at least in volume of time. So if you don't want to be numbed in the darkness, if you want to see clearly so that you can walk clearly, then you have to make some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what Jesus said. If you want to follow me, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. Say no to what you want, sacrifice what you think you want and what you think you need, and choose me, follow me. Yeah. And uh, so f- following Jesus in this sense is a saying no to the darkness. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm going to live in the light. Yeah, and I don't think you can deny that entertainment today is focused on getting us to believe a certain viewpoint mm-hmm. or agenda or, yeah. or, or something along the lines that's contrary to Christ. Now, there, there is good entertainment. I'm not saying, right. We're not Absolutely. saying don't entertain yourself at all, ever. Yeah. Um, like, like I'm reading uh, Two Towers right now, mm, uh, The Lord, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and it's wonderful. It's, uh, and, and I love those movies, too. Um, so I think that our, our application for today is turn off the TV every mm-hmm. once in a while. Spend time with your kids, with your family. Spend mm-hmm. time uh, reading God's Word. There's mm-hmm. plenty. I'm reading Genesis right now mm-hmm. uh, for my daily devotional. And this morning I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I, I really, really enjoy Genesis, this, the story of, of Genesis. And I'm reading multiple sections in the Bible. And I almost find myself enjoying you know, that part more than others because mm-hmm. it's more narrative. And it's just mm-hmm. fun to read. Yeah. So you can find that in the Scriptures. You don't have to look to the world. Yeah. to fulfill this need that well, you have. Yeah, it's like my kid is at home. He likes to eat candy and sweets all the time. And so he, whenever it's time to eat good food, you know, vegetables and meats and potatoes and mm-hmm. things that, that taste good when they're cooked, right? Um, he's not interested. He doesn't want it. It's because he's filled up on junk. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes we fill ourselves up on junk so much of the world that, that the Bible is boring to us. Mm-hmm. So take a break from the junk. I mean, and really, you don't. The junk is killing you. Mm-hmm. It's it's hurting you. It's conforming you into the world. You you will only be transformed into the image of Christ through the renewing of your mind. Yeah. So, what is shaping your mind? And everything that goes in shapes it, mm-hmm. shapes it one way or the other. So, you need to listen to the Spirit and let Him shape your mind. Yeah. So, how do you live in the light of Jesus? It's being conformed by. The scriptures being conformed by the spirit. Yeah, I mean, what do you put in? Like, yeah. evaluate the content that's going in, mm-hmm. right? 
Not all movies are bad. There's some really good ones out there. Not all books are bad. There's some really, really good ones out there. Just choose wisely yeah. and, and trust the Spirit. He convicts the conscience. So you're reading something and He convicts you. Okay, okay, I'm not going to read that book yeah. anymore. Put it down. Mm-hmm. Pick up something else. Um, you're watching something. Uh, this is, uh, He convicts you. Okay, we're not going to watch this anymore. We're mm-hmm. going to do something else. You know, it, it's, we're not saying that you just read your Bible 24 7, right? right? I'm, I'm, but I'm saying. Everything is telling you something. It's communicating something. So is it telling you truth or is it telling you a lie? Don't listen to the lies. Yeah. Turn them off. Right. Embrace more of the truth. Yeah. And that's how you keep yourself unveiled. From, yes. Yes. From, you know, uh, or, yeah. So that you can see light, so that you can see Jesus is by rejecting Absolutely. Uh, the things of the world. So uh, with that, I think we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, thanks for, for listening in. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and until next week, keep following Jesus. Thanks again for tuning in to Following. We truly hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. And if you did enjoy this episode, uh, we ask that you'd go ahead and hit that follow button and share this podcast with your friends. Post it on social media, whatever. Get this podcast out there. If you'd like to hear more on this text, uh, hear, hear it more fully explained, visit the link in the description and you can watch or listen to uh, this sermon on this text. Uh, and for more resources, go to our website, hopeformacon.com. But until next week, keep following Jesus.